You're tuned in to Episode 5 of the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast for nonprofits. Today, we're talking about end-of-the-year fundraising. Is that a fly on your head? What you don't know can hurt you. Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast, where small nonprofit leaders get the strategies and encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We are proud nonprofit leaders, and we refuse to leave the world as it is. Nope, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, having a good time while we're doing it. We believe that enough minor touches done with excellence results in major gifts for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage from mediocrity, and just as fast as the wind will move us, we are racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode five. It's my honor to serve you again today. We're talking about, is that a fly on your head? What you don't know about end of the year fundraising can hurt you. Yeah. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to be a part of the Minor Touches and Major Gifts 100 iTunes Review Contest. Go back and listen to last week's podcast and the week before, and I give out all the ways that you can enter in and earn, enter to win a $5,000 website overhaul package from my company, World Stage Development. But I'm not going into that today. You'll have to go back and listen to it there. So go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That would mean so much to me. Okay, today, is it possible that you can have a fly on your head and not know it. If you watched any television this week or tuned into any social media, you can say a definite yes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then look in the show notes and you can click there and you can update yourself on what you don't know. Is there something, if there is something you should know, but you don't, and it's affecting your performance you got a fly on your head. If there is something you don't know and others in your role do, then you got a fly on your head and it's affecting the outcome of your performance. As a nonprofit leader, if you don't know that many nonprofits raise 30, 40, 50% or even more of their budget in the last three months of the year, then everyone else knows something you don't, but you should. For nonprofits, the end of the year is the most lucrative time for fundraising. I'm always surprised at the nonprofit leaders that don't understand they don't have a plan to take advantage of the power of the last three months of the year to get the money they need. 
Last week here on the show, we talked about the power of stories, how that stories are the currency nonprofits use to pay back donors for their investment. We talked about the four kinds of stories to tell that'll get you more money. The week before that, we talked about six ways to say thank you to first-time donors. This week, we're talking about the power of old-fashioned direct mail and fundraising. Direct mail. All right, ready? Here we go. Of those organizations that do maximize their year-end giving, old-fashioned printed direct mail plays a large part. Now, this comes as a great surprise to some nonprofit leaders because they've believed that direct mail is dead when fundraisers talk about the latest approaches to nonprofit communications, it's true. The conversation often revolves around digital strategies, and that's not surprising considering the huge role of emails, text messages, and social media, all the way they all play and how we relate to each other today. But trust me when I tell you, you can write this down. Direct mail is still the biggest source and driver of donations and donors. Did you know that according to the DMA's response rate report, these are people who study digital response on the internet, direct mail has a 37% higher response than email. Studies show that digital fundraising is growing, yes, but direct mail is still king in fundraising. The studies also tell us that at best, Digital fundraising amounts to less than 10% of the money raised each year for nonprofits. Direct mail is the number one driver of online giving. According to Mobile Cause, donors are three times more likely to give online in response to a direct mail appeal than to an email appeal. Wow, that's amazing. Direct mail drives online giving. Now, Alyssa Pacheco says, and this is important to understand, there are three types of people who will receive your direct mail. Two groups, three groups, sorry. The first group is the 10 Second Club, and this is the biggest group. They'll look at your piece of printed mail, and they'll walk it to the trash can. They'll give your piece of mail about 10 seconds. The second group is the skimmers, they're the second largest group. This group actually looks at your printed mail while they walk it to the trash can. They'll give your collateral less than a minute. And then three, there are the readers. They are a very few people. These people actually take the time to read your stuff. They'll scan the headlines and then they'll actually dig into all your copy. Now, the key is de- design your printed collateral to be read at a glance in less than a minute. Wow, there's the key. David, if they're just going to put it in the, in the uh, trash can anyway, design it so if that's all you're going to get, they're still going to get the message. Design your printed collateral to be read at a glance. Wow, that's amazing. That means you take advantage of the headlines. You take advantage of the captions underneath any pictures you might have. And you take advantage of the single most read piece of any letter that you'll send. And we'll talk about this more next week. You know what that is? 
I'll tell you. It's the P.S. Oh my gosh. The P.S. always gets read. Take advantage of that. Wow. So make these few key elements count if you know that most of your collateral is only going to be glanced at. So it's got to be highly targeted and it has to be relevant. What you say matters. Listen to me. Finding the time to figure this out, it can be difficult. It is difficult. I've studied this for a number of years now. But trust me when I tell you, when you get it right, the rewards, the money for your organization becomes exponentially better. Direct mail fundraising is a great way to remind your donors who intended to give but got sidetracked. Now, unlike an email, your piece of direct mail collateral, it serves as a physical reminder. A donor can open your direct mail piece of uh, printed material, go to work, come home, and there it is still waiting for them on the kitchen table. After they eat their dinner, it's still there. And now they have the time to look at your stuff, to read it, peruse it, grab your uh, headlines and your captions and your P.S., and then they'll either go online and make the donation or let me tell you what the folks who have the capacity will often do. The, remember we talked about last week in our seminar, the four types of people that you want to pay attention to. The older folks are the ones with the capacity. Those people will take your reply device the return envelope that you put in your um, direct mail collateral, they'll take that envelope and they'll just throw it over on the bill pay pile. And when it comes time to pay bills at the end of the week or the end of uh, the month, when they pay their light bill, they'll see your envelope there on the bill pay pile and they will write you a generous check. So you want to work to... Try to make your digital mail, I'm not telling you not to do digital collateral, but try to make your digital mail coincide and work together with your direct mail. Try, if you can. I'm only encouraging you at the end of the year to have three pieces of printed collateral, three pieces. You want to try and make it land in their mailbox at home and in their email inbox at the same time. The same message. Use a similar design, visual elements, uh, fonts, logos, images, and design things. Make sure it's the same. You want them to see the same thing twice. Could it happen twice in a day? Maybe. Would it happen today and tomorrow? In marketing, we understand that consumers will often have to hear or be exposed to your message maybe seven times before they'll act. That's why car companies and um, marketers in a football game will show you the same commercial over and over and over and over and over and over and over. That was seven times if you weren't counting. They'll, They'll show you the same one seven times. And maybe you'll see two of them And maybe you'll remember it. That's their hope. So you want to plan for your end of the year fundraising. Plan on printing and mailing three pieces of direct mail. 
The first one you're going to send in October this month, and you're just going to tell stories. Tell the four stories that we talked about on last week's podcast. Tell your four stories. You're not necessarily asking for money, although on the back page of your newsletter, you can put an appeal. You can put what the need is and tell what happens when people give. That's a good thing to do. But you're not necessarily sending it to get money. You send it with an envelope and you'll get money, but that's not necessarily what you're trying to do. So you're in October, you're sending a printed piece of collateral telling your four stories. Now, in the second piece of printed collateral that you're going to mail is in November. That's your appeal. Next week here on the podcast, I'm going to talk about a story-based appeal, which is so much better than you writing and saying, greetings, we need your money. Here's how good we are. Here's all that we've done. Help us. Oh, please don't miss next week's podcast. I'll help you out there. You want to send a story-based appeal. That is in November. And then you want to send your third piece of printed collateral the third week of December. Again, not necessarily outlining the story. It'll be very much shorter, but just uh, talking about the need and the magical word we talked about in our seminar online last week, the magical phrase in all of fundraising, but especially at the end of the year, we is known as the deadline. So your piece of collateral printed sent in December emphasizes the deadline. Okay, so that's three pieces of printed mail that you're going to send to your your people who to mail it to everyone on your email list, everyone in your database who has had interaction with your organization in the last 36 months. Interaction. That includes anyone who has attended any of your events, any anyone who has um, given their time as a volunteer, anyone who has given a donation, any kind of interaction, which hopefully you've kept a record of that over the last 36 months. Send it to everyone who has had interaction with your organization in the last 36 months. Listen to me when I tell you, when you are sending printed collateral, you're spending the resources, the time and the money to send stuff to people who have had zero interaction with you in the last 36 months. You are wasting resources, time, energy, and money. It's a waste. If someone's not interacted with you in three years, let them go. Trust me, they've moved on and you're probably not going to get anything from them. Now, I'll next week, I'll try to give you an example and we'll talk about a letter that you can send when people come up to that 36 month mark and you've not received anything from them. I'll give you a sample letter that you can send to them. And it just says something to the effect of, uh, we have to be good stewards of our resources here. Haven't heard from you in 36 months. And if we don't hear from you, 
we're going to put you on our inactive list. If that is something you don't want, let us know. I'll go over that in detail next week, okay? So stop sending stuff to people who have not interacted with your organization beyond 36 months. It's a waste. It's a waste. Okay, got that. Here we are at the end of our episode. You got a fly. Oh, excuse me. Is that a fly on your head? If you were watching TV this week, then um, that you considered that a, oh my goodness, a painful moment. <laughs> and it was all over social media. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget. Hit the subscribe button, and if you really want to help me, you can go on iTunes, go on the the uh, Apple Podcast app, give us a review, send me a screenshot, and let me know that you did it. All right, I'm glad you tuned in today. Until next time, this is David Oakes saying to always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. It's coming together for us. It's breaking our way. And because the world is a better place when we're at our best, then excellence is our passionate pursuit. We're not begging. We're not pleading. But we're inviting humanity to partner with providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, and to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oakes saying so long. 